So once there was a person that, was, that did such wonderful things and said such amazing things that people followed him all over the place. And one time, when people were following him, they heard him speak. And he was talking about a kingdom. And it wasn't like the kingdom they lived in. And it wasn't like a kingdom that any of them had ever visited. And it wasn't even like a kingdom that anybody had ever even imagined. So as they were following around, one day somebody said, tell us, what is the kingdom of heaven really like? And Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is like a sower or one who plants seed. And some of the seeds fall on a path. And the birds of the air came down. and ate all of the seeds. Now some of the seeds fell on a rocky place, on rocky ground. Whoa. And when they tried to grow and get their little roots down in the soil, they couldn't. Their roots wouldn't get down there very far. So the sun came out and the seeds withered and died. Some of the seeds fell among the thistles and the thorns. Thistle and thorn. And some, and when their little roots came out, they got part way down. They got part way down, but the thistles and the thorns choked them. Some of the seeds fell on good soil, and their little roots went down into the soil, and they grew and grew and grew, and they grew so big that it, it was time for them to be harvested, and so they were cut down and harvested. And we got to put water in that. 
and the harvest was ten bushels, thirty bushels, and a hundred bushels. Now I wonder, does this person have a name? Yeah. yeah? What? What's this person's name? Uh, Naughty Big Godhead. Micah what? Nani Big Godhead. Nani. Huh, okay. I have my favorite Yeah, really. Beautiful Scarlet. Well, I wonder who this sower could really be. I wonder, does anybody know who this sower could really be? It's going to be the planter that grows bigger and bigger and bigger. Yes, it could be a plant that grows bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Ah. So I wonder. That other plant will get little, huh? Yeah, I wonder. I wonder how the sower felt. I wonder if the sower was happy when these birds came and ate all the seeds. Oh, sad? You think the, the sower was sad when the birds ate the seeds? I don't think so. Yeah. Do you think this, the birds were happy to see the sower? I wonder. Are you in the story? I wonder where you are in this story. What about me? Yeah, I wonder, Scarlett, I wonder where you are in this story. Ah, Scarlett lives in a beautiful castle. How about this, Micah, do you wanna help me put this away? Okay, we have a hundred bushels. We have 30 bushels and we have 10 bushels. Oh, thank you. We have good soil. We have thorns and thistles. And we have rocky ground. Oh, and the birds of the air, thank you, Daniel, are already back in their nest. And this is the sower. Okay, we'll get the blanket. Thank you so much. I wonder what you wonder. So we heard a lot of wondering about the parable of the sower today. When I listened to the story, I was captivated by the seeds. And I've been thinking a lot about seeds lately. I wonder what the seeds could really be. And as I kept listening and being still and wondering, in my imagination, those seeds were God's love. We just finished a sermon series on the book of Genesis, so I want to take you all the way back to the first chapter. Chapter 1, verse 27 and following. So God created humankind in God's own image. 
and God called it very good. When I think of a seed, I think of God's love, powerful love planted inside of me, inside of you, inside of all of us. Some call it the original blessing. Even some call it God's grace. And it's a gift. It was given to us before we were born, before we ever even realized it was there. Then I continued wondering, if I have that seed of love inside of me, what happens when I grow and change? Or when I'm in a situation that's dangerous, or rocky, or thorny? Does the seed change? Does that love inside of me change? Does the original blessing or your belovedness change when your mood changes or your situation in life changes? I really don't think so. And this is where I want to push back on that parable just a little bit. In the parable, the seeds vanish because they were eaten by birds or they failed to grow or thrive and die. So in the parable, the only seeds that grew were the ones that fell in good soil and perfect, had perfect growing conditions. And let's face it, seeds grow and love grows even when the conditions are less than perfect. And in this parable, it almost seems that the destiny of the seeds is predetermined by where they fall. And I believe that God's love is a gift given to everyone. And I also believe God gives us the freedom to accept that gift and the agency and the power and the creativity to adapt so that we might grow in love regardless of the circumstances or the context we find ourselves in. Now I'm going to use myself as an example. Several years ago, I was on a good path. I had really good friends, a wonderful career, a lovely home, uh, an amazing church family. But I felt a little stuck. And I felt this call, this lure of love, to move to Washington, D.C. and be a part of this very community. I didn't vanish, and that love inside of me, God's grace was still there. But getting off the path I was on and going down a different path was the choice I made. And I never, for one minute, doubted that it was the right path to follow. A few years later, I decided to study for my Master's of Divinity degree at Wesley Seminary. And I explored ordination and participated in that discernment process for several years. Have things been smooth all along the way? No, <laughs> no, no, no. 
There have been rocky times for sure, and times I felt so suffocated or choked by the institution of the church that I've needed to step back just a little bit to get my breath. And despite the rocky and thorny times, my faith continues to grow. And my love for God and my love for my neighbors is stronger than ever. Bloom where you're planted, right? So I want to leave you with a couple of images that I hope resonate with you as much as they resonate with me especially when I'm struggling, or when life's a little rocky, or a lot overwhelming. Close your eyes. Now think of a sidewalk. It's hard and it gets really hot when the sun beats down on it. A seed falls in a crack, finds just enough dirt, gets just enough water, and eventually a beautiful flower springs forth in the concrete jungle. Now, bring to mind a pond or a swamp filled with beautiful water lilies and extraordinary lotuses. If you've been to Kenilworth Aquatic Gardens this month, you'll know exactly what I'm asking you to picture. The lotus blooms once a year, and it's sacred in many cultures. Now imagine that the swamp is drained and the pond dries up. The lotus plants are overwhelmed with heat and drought. They wither and they die. Months, years, decades, and even centuries pass until finally the rains come and refill the swamps and the ponds. Suddenly, after 1,200 years of drought, the dormant seeds of the sacred lotus bloom. Friends, recreation is possible. Resurrection is possible. Love endures. Amen.